Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Joey. And I'm Jeremy. And uh, last week we may or may not have promised you that we were going to listen to some German reggae, and this week we may or may not deliver on that promise. <laughs> spoilers, I did listen to some German reggae. Hey, spoilers, well, me too. <laughs> I, I, I think I ended up finding a playlist or something that had um, just a variety but there were mm-hmm. a couple of albums from that or artists, I guess, from that and songs from that playlist that I went and checked out their full albums on yeah. um, all around though. Good vibes, just Hell good yeah. vibes. It, it was weird. Like I feel weird saying this, but it, it, it kind of like, I don't know what I was expecting German reggae to sound like, yeah. like it's just reggae, <laughs> but, but, obviously like song in german but for some reason in my mind i was just like it felt so bizarre to me yeah it was like because like reggae to me when i think of reggae you think of bob marley or at least yeah. i think of like bob marley and like it's all like english reggae because that's all i've ever listened to like reggae being sung in english and i guess like bossa nova stuff you can get some like portuguese and, and some yeah. like south american stuff in there but it was just like so bizarre i was like this just sounds like like good chill fun reggae music just with a german singer <laughs> yeah like that was so jarring because i was like i don't know because in america the the kind of our version of whenever we adopted reggae into like america's general musical lexicon it right. turned it kind of turned into like ska almost like yeah <laughs> it, it took a weird different form and i was expecting something right more ska like and then like reggae but this there was a lot that was just like updated reggae like i mean Mm -hmm. a lot of the reggae that i've listened to has been like peter tosh bob marley toots and the maytals like stuff like that that was like older and more uh, i guess acoustic but there there was like electric stuff but it's it's got a new sheen on it yeah and this this sounds more modern a lot of what i listen to at least and I liked it a lot more than I thought it was going to. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just it was fun like I don't know, I think I mentioned this before but like listening to foreign music is such a joy for me because as someone who doesn't typically pay attention to lyrics like I don't have to even worry about it. Yeah. I mean granted we did take German in high school yeah. so like I know some German but I wasn't really listening for it and I was just kind of enjoying the vibe of what was going on. So um I don't know. I just had a, had a good time. It's a fun playlist to just kind of like have on in the background and just kind of like vibe out to two albums that I picked up on my list here. Um, one of them is called Neumood from Miwata, which came out in 2014. Um, it's kind of got, it's, it's a bit poppier, I suppose it's kind of poppy reggae, yeah. but it, it's, it's that modern kind of paint that you were talking about. And then the other one is a 2013 album from, I can't, I do not know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but it's uh, Eripathy, Eripathy. I don't know. The album is Alvederhören. Um, I am horrible at pronouncing the first or the yeah. artist's name, but that was one that also stood out to me. It's just just good vibes, just fun to listen to. Hell yeah! Okay, I'll have you'll have to send me those because there's no way I'm going to remember those names. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, for sure. So I also had two albums plus a little nod to Peter Fox because he was, he's the OG. He's not necessarily reggae. He's got more of like the dub hip hop and yeah. like stuff. Also, he was in a band seed with three E's. That was a little bit more reggae that I like. Um, but yeah, go check out Stadtoffa. 
Stadt Alpha. I, Stadt Alpha. I, my uh, my German pronunciation. Sorry, Mister McRae. Alpha is monkey, right? <laughs> yeah, it it was like fat monkey, city city monkey, city monkey. Not like because people because people said he looked like a monkey or something, so he did the. But yeah, yeah. that was that was an aside. My two <laughs> albums are uh, this guy named Afrob. I, I think that's how I would pronounce his name. Afro with a B. Afro with a B on the end. Yes. Afrob. <laughs> um, but. He he had like that nice traditional like reggae feel to it in his music, but it was like the updated modern version of it. And this was where I was like, I was not expecting German reggae to sound anything <laughs> like this. Yeah. But he actually had two albums that I liked. His one was kind of a more acoustic one, and one was, I guess, a more modern reggae. So the acoustic one was called Beats, Rhymes, and Mister Scardinelli, and then the acoustic or the the regular one was Push, which both of them are English titles, but. Right it's he still sings in german i guess so that was yeah i wonder i wonder what the intention is there because like obviously the american market is like a a pretty big music industry market yeah like in in some way a lot of artists are shooting for an american audience so maybe having your album title as an english thing is something to kind of lure people in yeah i don't know if the general american population would be okay with with being hooked in by an, uh, like an English title and then being only like German lyrics or whatever. Yeah, that is plus, I mean, German reggae is a pretty niche thing. Like I feel like right. that, that's yeah. gotta be pretty like contained at Germany. Cause there's not a lot. <laughs> if we want to listen to reggae, we'll just listen to we all the, the plethora of reggae that is in English. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that's, I mean, I mean, here we are though. We listen yeah. to German reggae. Very true. <laughs> and it's, Very it's true. something that we're kind of, pushing for is is exploring outside of your normal means and we will be doing so next week as Hell well yeah, we will with, with uh, our topic that we'll we'll bring up at the end of the episode yeah stay discovery. tuned <laughs> but I otherwise have, i had one other album go for it it was uh I'll, real quick uh the album was called mayor devon i think is it's two words and the guy's name, I can, I'm going to destroy this, but it's Noslu. It's N-O-S-L-I-W. Like, I, I, my brain can't even comprehend how to pronounce that. Yeah, I, it's, man, foreign languages are foreign, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so like, it's so wild. I love language, <laughs> just the fact that it exists. And there's, there's so such like a variety of ways that, us as humans have turned sounds into meaning yeah <laughs> and so it's so like bizarre and wild and fascinating to me but that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast that's not even that's not <laughs> it's not even music it's not even for <laughs> us to discuss here. uh some other quick uh rex non-german reggae wise i've really been listening to the strokes i went back oh, and yeah. listened to their 2020 album and it's just good vibes. I've been in a, in a good vibes kind of heads headspace, and um, there's another band that I just discovered called Castle Beat, which has a similar kind of strokesy feel, but their uh, their album art caught me. It's just like a, a a CRT TV with like a teal blue screen sitting in front of a pink wall. <laughs> so it's just it's very eye catching. Hell yeah! And it's got it's got some good vibes. I also did listen to um, Death's Dynamic Shroud. I listened to Dark Life at your your recommendation last episode i think and it's a very fun and interesting album yeah i like it it's it's, it's got some some bangers on it it's got some very weird shit on it but yeah all good 
it's just weird enough at times to like keep me interested because yeah. i feel like unless i'm super in the mood for something i get like if some if an album sounds too samey i'll just be like eh, i've right. heard this song already but that album good or bad does not have that and <laughs> yeah. it's really nice <laughs> yeah it's it's really fun really fun um rex i really only have one and it's that pile came out with a new uh single nude Hell with the yeah, suitcase dude. uh uh, All Fiction, I believe, is the new album title, and it's right. coming out February seventeenth. So, February looking 17th. forward to that. We're we're gonna be talking about it, dude. Hell we'll, yeah! Maybe maybe we'll do like a full album episode like we used to. Oh that. my god, that'd be fun. I'd be down for that just to oh, see, just to see wait. how it lands with you and see how it lands with me. <laughs> yeah, I really hope it lands well. I the singles are strong so far. For I sure. think at for least sure. varied enough that it's gonna be nice. <laughs> yeah it'll be fun stay tuned uh, about a month when when you'll be hearing us discuss that maybe hell yeah and also stay tuned for right now what we had talked about did stay we talk t- about this previously like i think we mentioned it we weren't we weren't 100 i don't think maybe by the end of the last episode we were but we have a broader discussion today joey wanted to discuss his experience with getting into radiohead and the general, I guess, barriers of getting into something that is so renowned. Yeah. As, as, go ahead. It, I don't know. This is going to be, I guess, kind of personal. Not yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like, personal. Yeah. Your view, your view, you're discussing this through your own lens. Also, it can be taken as a cautionary tale, but we'll no. get to that at the end. So, <laughs> I have been listening to just a shit ton of Radiohead lately and it's it's just so phenomenal like not yeah. to sound like the typical Radiohead fanboy but Jesus like it's just so unique it's there's so Yeah, there's right a reason. Right? Yeah, there's a reason there's so many people that love Radiohead and I do now. So <laughs> um but like when we first came up with the idea for the podcast it was like I can't remember if it was late 2019 early 2020 but I just remember being like, we had a a list of some like full discographies, some bands and just stuff that either one of us or neither of us had ever really listened to. And I took that time as like a sign to listen to a Radiohead album. I listened to the bins and I remember I had like a really long break from work. I was outside. It was back whenever I still worked in an office and I was just walking around. We had this little like plaza or something and I was just listening to the bins and straight from like the get-go planet telex is the first track on that uh i at least i think it is if i'm wrong some radiohead fans gonna like destroy me but uh, okay uh yeah so planet telex like from the get-go i was just like this is like really fucking good um and before that i had like actively not listened to radiohead Right. Um, and when act- you say actively not listen, you mean actively. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, like, it wasn't just that, like you hadn't taken the opportunity to listen. It's just that you were, you were almost avoiding listening to Radiohead. Yes. And as, as longtime listeners of the podcast will know, I used to be that way about like a decent amount of music, I guess. I used sure. to not like songs with or album bands with like women as the vocalists and just stuff like that but uh so i was listening to it and it was fucking great and then it gets to like the fourth track fake plastic trees and now like 
I'm at, I'm like getting upset that like why did I have I never listened to this before like fake plastic trees at this point is one of my favorite Radiohead songs like and it even breaks out into like one of my favorite songs maybe in like the top twenty five or something like it's it's high up there but not like in the top ten or anything but it's I, a really- that's that's a hook that's a tease of something you don't even know you're teasing that I'll be bringing up later <laughs> my this idea songs. of like yeah your your top songs of all time. Oh my god! Kind of my deal. my manager asked me what like my favorite songs were because she's hard. really into music, and I was just like, "It's like don't ask me that question." Like, favorite songs like that yeah. is so that is way too specific. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Here's a band that I like, and you can do with that what you will." Yeah, yeah, or but, an album maybe. Yeah, but so I was listening to it. I was more and more growing frustrated with myself that I hadn't listened to Radiohead at that point before then, and listening to Radiohead so much now kind of made me think about that feeling and think about like what my barriers were to getting into Radiohead. The reason that I was actively not listening to them before then. And I think my problem with getting into Radiohead was a problem that I had with a lot of other bands, but like it didn't have the impact that Radiohead did because whenever I did finally get around to listening to the other bands, they didn't hit the same way that Radiohead did, of course. But it happened with a lot of bands and if Radiohead hit that way, plenty of other bands could have that I glossed over because of my, my attitude. Um, and like, as anybody who listens to the podcast knows, I used to be a rock and metal, like purist and snob really (laughs) just for, for no fucking reason. I mean, that's what teenagers do. Exactly. It is. And my cautionary tale today is really for teenagers and people who are like, not that there's any teenagers listening to this yeah, podcast. If, if they were listening, they would not take our advice. <laughs> exactly. And that's the problem. I can give we can give all the advice we want, but nobody's gonna nobody who's in this situation, I wouldn't have taken it. Exactly. I would have heard us and been like, fuck you. Like I'm living my life. But so I I I don't know. I just if at that point in my life, if it wasn't heavy, I wasn't listening to it. I liked stuff that like sounded hard to play, but I still also tried to like, I guess, play to this deep side of me where I was like, but if it sounds too technical, it sounds like robots playing and it needs emotion. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to, like, you want to find something you want to, you want to be unique. Exactly. Right? I, you don't, I you don't want to like, you, you don't want to be an extremist in any one direction, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because that's where the sheeple are, you know? Yeah. Exactly. That's where everyone just... else is, and and if everyone else is there, then it's because they're sheep. It's not because they enjoy the thing. <laughs> but the thing about that is, in doing that, you are a sheep as well, for sure. Because Teenager, teenagers just... don't think about that extra level, though. <laughs> exactly, because like that's literally like word for word what I wrote right after this in in my little notes. I was like, I like to think that my tastes were unique, when in reality they were so heavily divined by the people around me by what I. By what I thought of people, like, I was thinking too much about what I thought people would think about me when I was, when they heard my music. And it was like, it was all an act. It's all like a MySpace page where you're like, here's my top eight songs or whatever. Like, and it was so much like, like the feeling whenever you pull up next to somebody at like a stoplight and you hear their music through their window. And it's like the 14 year old me was like they're going to 
hear my song and think like, oh shit, who's that guy next to me? I still do that. There's no shame in that. I love I love driving around with my music blasting. I don't give a fuck who hears. But you are at the, at a point in your life where you're secure with your music taste and you wouldn't <laughs> let necessarily that feeling stop you from listening. Right. Yeah, no, I would I would blare some fucking paramore. I'd, yeah. I'd blare some some Taylor Swift maybe if I was super into it. I I, I do think you're kind of like you're all over what I had written down mm-hmm. uh, to discuss in this episode. And and the key, the root there, I think, is context, right? The yeah. context in which you hear something is important. And if you're in an environment or in a headspace or in, you know, like a very, like a physical, like area or, or a time in your life, whatever it is, like there's context that'll help. I guess, inform your attitude or, or your perspective on a certain thing. And that's fluid, right? That changes every minute of your life, you know, yeah. the context, how you're feeling is, is moving. But there's also on like another layer of context. There's the, the context. This is something that I was thinking of the context for the culture in which the music was created is also like just as important and I mean that in the way of if you are not like fully like aware, I guess, of why hip hop exists or why a certain genre or style of music exists, then you're just like, you're at a disadvantage for getting into it. Yeah. Right. Because you don't have a full, you don't have a good understanding of, of everything surrounding the music other than the music itself. And I think that to an extent is why the, there's like a generational gap, right? Older people like, Oh man, music nowadays sucks. And mm-hmm. we are now at the age where we can say, man, music nowadays sucks, but it's just cause we're, we're so far removed, right? We're yeah. not in that culture. That is that the, the artists and musicians are that are creating things. And, yeah. And like it's easy for us to dismiss zoomers but they're just fucking people the same way we were just fucking people yeah. listening to music that we enjoyed. They're the exact same as us. Like, yeah. <laughs> and part of my cautionary tale was to uh, try to talk people out of, I guess, being in a headspace that I was where you're like so obsessed with the image of how you look listening to music right? that you don't, because I would see Radiohead fans and I'm like, because as we said before, they're they're like there's a bunch of rabid Radiohead fans, they're rightly so, as I hipsters. now know. Yeah, they're they're hipsters, and that's that's the vibe they gave off. And I was like, that doesn't fit my metalhead right that's vibe. Not your persona. And like that, I guess that's my that was the cautionary tale I was talking about: is don't become that person. Don't become so obsessed with how other people are going to view you, or don't become so pigeonholed into one genre be yeah. open i think i think there's more to it than your attitude obviously like obviously i agree with what you're saying you shouldn't exclude yourself from enjoying something because of what you think people will think of you for for doing such a thing but it's also like it's kind of intimidating right in in the case of radiohead where so many people talk about it and the way they talk about radiohead is yeah. is just like 
it's it's super intimidating to to quote unquote get into like an existing niche or subgroup. And so there's this kind of like natural reaction that's like, well, okay, if I can't if I can't just like step into this and be part of it because I'm I'm kind of cautious and I don't know, I don't have that context, right? Then you kind of naturally just want to like push it away. <laughs> just like yeah. get, get get away from me. Like just dismiss it. And I think that is enhanced in like teenagers specifically because there's our, there's that rebellious nature, right? Yeah. There, there's this need to push back against what other people suggest because other people aren't you and you need to have your own identity. Right. And so like you, if you like something that everyone likes, then you're not an interesting character in, in, anymore. And I think while that is very like true and like there, there's, there's a kernel there that like I, I struggle with my identity a lot. I struggle with, with how much of me is me and how much of me is everything else. But I, I also feel like in my particular case, I find it so easy to like push back against things that people are super excited about. And I think to some extent it's because I, I don't feel that excited about anything. Yes. So that when, when somebody expresses that like which is good it is good to be excited for things it's it is one a positive emotion and i'm jealous i think to some extent but it, it just feels like so like completely fake to me if mm. someone is so overly excited and and it kind of feels like it's a cry for attention in itself of being just like i don't know so so overwhelming and i actually have an example <laughs> that this is kind of my tangent do it and, tangent and it's about super fans i was skrillex has a new album coming out this year maybe two i think i don't know i'm pretty pumped for that album yeah but i was looking at a youtube comment on one of his videos he released a video with bobby raps called leave me like this for i think it's a single for one of the new albums but there was this comment on it and it it kind of tied into our our discussion of barriers and specifically with this this rebellious nature I guess, and people being excited, pushing me off of things. But this comment says, <clears throat> this sound is a game changer. When it comes to writing, I'm usually a pretty expressive person, but this is so good that it doesn't even make any sense. His new album is already in my top five and it's not even out yet. What oh the fuck God. do I even say? So like reading stuff like that yeah, is just, it makes me roll my eyes so hard that they fall out of my fucking head. Yeah. Cause it's oh, like, God. I get it. You're excited for the album and I'm excited for the album too, but you are so like melodramatic about it. He sounds right like a PR guy. <laughs> yeah. Saying it's already in his top five and it, the album's not out yet. Like putting it in your top five albums of all time. Yeah. An album no, that you have not heard. I've heard one so, song from. It's so absurd to me. <laughs> and I think that just like it, it hits ridiculous levels for me mm-hmm. and I don't want, I don't take my music to ridiculous levels, I guess in my mind. Like obviously if I love something, I fucking love it, but it's just so like over the top. And I feel like super fans, whether it's for Skrillex or for Radiohead, have a tendency to kind of push people out because it, it n- nothing can be that good. Yeah. Right. If, if all you're hearing is other people saying, that like, dude, Radiohead is the best fucking band in the world, and that's all you're hearing about Radiohead. Then you're you're going to go in 
kind of ready to roll your eyes be like okay it's good but like chill the it's fuck not out that good. Yeah. right right and i can't say that radiohead isn't that good right because like like i said there there's usually a reason why people are that way right if so many people are in agreement about radiohead being the best band then there's something there yeah right it doesn't necessarily have to be everyone's favorite but but there's something there there's at that, least that something there that makes a lot of people like them like yeah for sure i i think with radiohead i still haven't i haven't gotten in to radiohead and i think i'm kind of just i've dipped my toes in a few times we've talked about it on the podcast a couple times and on my trip home over the holidays i listened to in rainbows which is it's my radiohead album at this point yeah. it is the one album that i consistently listen to from radiohead um i tried listening to kid amnesiac which is the double album i guess package that they did and i didn't make it through all of it i tried listening to the bins and the bins was interesting i knew it was your favorite album yeah I by like them it. um it felt strange. There's a flow to that album mm-hmm. that I wasn't necessarily expecting. And it starts out, it started out in kind of like a low point for me. I was like, okay, it's, it's fine. It's acceptable. But I kept listening to it. I kept it on. It didn't change. And then at some point, I don't remember third track, fourth track in maybe, maybe with high and dry or, or fake plastic trees. It felt like the album kind of turned. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of went somewhere. And so I was like, okay, okay, I understand this, but I'm not in the right space for it. So, so I did end up turning off that album. So the oh, only on. album I've made it through for you is in rainbows, <laughs> but I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm so close. I'm so close. I just need a little bit more, more of a push. I need to take another step back in. I, I think I'm, I will be there soon. Tell me you at least made it to my iron lung. Like you had, you had I don't to. Know. I don't remember the, the the titles. I wasn't like looking at the album titles. I was on a plane, so it was just kind of like. I had it's it such on. a good riff. It's such a good like <laughs> opening riff. It's one of the best intros. Like it's just so of good. Of all time. <laughs> of all time, top five. Top five. Man, that's so wild. We should do an episode where we we nail down our top five songs. That's gonna have to time. come out like two years from now. <laughs> it took a lot of thought to do. But we should do that for sure. But man, so I guess, I don't know. There's a lot of barriers and a lot of context that can go into hearing music for the first time. And if nothing else, just take away from this that like at least be cognizant of it and try to not have those happen. Because enjoy, as as basic me says, um, liking things is great. It is. Why, why wouldn't you just like things? Yeah. Because it's great to like things, and I like liking things. And the more things you can like, the happier you'll be. <laughs> exactly. Like, so just try to like everything and at least give everything a shot. But I guess with that, something else that I was thinking about, I guess as I was having this revelation, is that. So I kind of rejected a lot of music. I rejected Radiohead mainly is like my example in this, but it happened with a lot of other bands, but I reject Usher on a daily basis. (laughs) Yeah, but that's okay. (laughs) Like it made me think that maybe even if I had given it a shot and I had this 
this idea in my head then that like, well, you know what? I'll give it a shot anyways. I probably wouldn't have liked it as much as I like it now because yeah. now that I'm genuinely more open to it, maybe forcing yourself to be more open to something isn't necessarily the best way to go about it. But if you can, I feel like I'm at a point in my life now where I'm genuinely open to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I would have adopted this mindset earlier, maybe it could have come sooner. And maybe I could have been at the point I'm at in my life now of, uh, of earlier. I don't, I don't I mean, know. I, I feel like it's, it's natural, right? There, there's teenagers are going to be teenagers, right? There, there's us saying like, just, just be open, right? They're going to hear that a million times and they're going to roll their eyes every single time yeah. and, and do their own thing. Cause that's, that's, that's part of being, of growing up, right. Is finding out who you are. <laughs> And, yeah. and who you aren't and you have a lot of ideas about that as a teenager and and a lot of that revolves around impressing other people unfortunately and there's yeah. not a lot that you can do about it but also but yeah. just just be open is essentially if you say that to a teenager that's the same as saying like just exercise to a person that's depressed <laughs> exactly you know? like right it's not something they can do it's yeah. not Everything in the world is easier said than done. There's yeah. nothing that you you can do easier than you can say you did. But but be open, teenagers. Open yeah. the fuck up, man. Yeah, it's okay Just... to smile and enjoy something, even if other people enjoy it, and especially if other people hate it. You know, yeah. it's, it's okay on both sides of the pendulum. Then Just you know you're really them. cool if you yeah. like things <laughs> other people hate. <laughs> All right, you're ushering in another generation of black metalheads. I, I respect oh. it. Jesus, please no. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I mean I think it, it is good to be open, but there is growth that, that is required. Like as yeah. you get older, you will get more open and you'll have more knowledge and the context with which you will be listening to things is broadened, I guess, to some degree. Um so it's you can't you can't force someone to grow up. You can't you can say, Man, I wish I was more open as a teenager but you as a teenager would not wish that you were more open and definitely it's not. Just kind of, it's, it's kind of part of it, man. Teenagers I was concerned about like, I wasn't concerned about anything, but like two things when I was a teenager and <laughs> being open was not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Being open's hard. Yeah. It, it requires some sort of like vulnerability to, to just be able to like exist without fear of judgment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is not something that most teenagers can can do and if you are a teenager listening and you feel like you're completely open good for you man yeah and if you feel like you're not also good for you you're just trying you're surviving like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shame anybody like just i went off the fucking rails when i was a teenager like i i was i was not the person yeah but that context and helps you inform your tastes now i think yeah to some degree and it all it all comes around it all comes out eventually well what's our uh, genre for next week jeremy <laughs> our genre for next sorry i was i was burping for <laughs> those who could not see which is literally anybody other than joey hey. the uh <laughs> the genre joey has selected for us to dive into next episode Next Fortnite. We have not said Fortnite this season once, I don't think. Fortnite. Fortnite. Next Fortnite, we will hit speaking of Zoomers. Hey Zoomers. <laughs> let's let's one view I don't know what to say about Fortnite because yeah, I don't I don't, have the I don't play Fortnite. 
shit. The genre that Joey has selected for next week is Puerto Rican metal. Kind of like New York metal, but Puerto Rican. It's like New York death metal, but it's foreign and it's not as specific Yeah, because metal can be everywhere. So we're going to be listening to some more foreign music. I love it. We're going to find some some Puerto Rican wrecks for metal. If you guys have some wrecks for Puerto Rican metal or for anything, honestly, yeah. just send it our way. We'll we'll listen probably. Or if you're talk just about... Puerto Rican and you feel like Yeah, if you want to if you want to if you want a guest on like... our episode, just a random random person listening, just let us know. It's it's good to have opinions. Yeah. Teenagers, listen to other people's opinions even if you don't agree with them. It's good Same to goes for them. it. Same goes for everybody. That yeah, should just, just be a, that's a universal rule. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's something we can all be better about, I think. But we should all 100% stay on our feedback loop. Bye. <laughs>